Welcome to the Leap to Lead podcast. I'm Emily Rogers and I am your host. I'm here to support you to take the leap and lead your life where you want to be. Are you ready to take that leap? Let's get in and hear today's episode. Well, hello there and welcome to this episode, my favorite books. But firstly, I've had a couple of questions and comments about the music that I've added to my introduction to my podcast. And I want to thank my beautiful daughters, Miss J and Madam S, who, uh, when we were having fun over the holidays, wanted to create music for my podcast. So Miss J has done the introduction music and Madam S has created the um, music at the end. And they've done a great job. And they were, uh, I was really surprised, actually, at how well they did it. So a shout out to them. But let's dive into this episode, my favorite books. I read a lot, um, a lot for pleasure and for my business as well. And I love reading. I, I really always have. I find book clubs exciting and I love connecting with others and sharing our takeaways from different books. People often ask me what I'm reading at the moment. And yes, I have a Kindle. And when we've moved every two years, a Kindle has been far more practical than packing up physical books. But also I've lived in locations like Chongqing where buying English language books, it just wasn't possible or very simple at least. Uh, So my Kindle has a huge variety of books on it. I also share my Kindle account with my mum. So we often spend time chatting about the books we're reading, especially at the moment. Dad has chemo uh, once a week and because of COVID, mum's not allowed to go into the hospital at the moment. So she sits and waits in the car. Sometimes it's a few hours and sometimes it's a whole day. But I can sit and chat to her about what we're reading. And it's a way that I can support her actively, even though I can't physically be there. So books for me, it's more than just the reading. It, it is the connection. It is the sharing. But then again, yesterday I was asked by a good friend, what are you reading? And every time I see her, she asks the same question. But it inspired me to be brave and share some of my favorite books with you. And I say brave because enjoying and getting something out of a book, it's a very personal thing. And sometimes a book that speaks to me, it's relevant to the situation or or a specific experience. So I ask you to be kind. Please don't judge me. But hopefully I'm sharing something in my reading list that inspires you. Likewise, I'd love for you to drop me a line, Emily at Expat Parenting Abroad, and share with me your favorite books because I'm always looking to add to my reading list. But let's dive in. Lucinda Riley uh, has an amazing book, series of books called The Seven Sisters, and I absolutely love historical fiction as a genre. She, Lucinda Riley, is one of my favorite authors, and I was really saddened to learn that she died recently. Not only because of how devastating that is for her and her family, but there's an eighth book to come out in the series, and I don't know if she's written it, so I'm dying to find out. But if you haven't heard of the Seven Sisters series, each book delves into the life of one adopted sister. It ties her life to something of historical significance. 
such as the Pearl Sister, which had a connection to an Australian Aboriginal artist, or The Missing Sister, uh, which is the most recent book, which has a connection to the founders of the IRA. Each book stands alone. You don't have to read the whole series, but as a series, there is so much mystery and I can't wait to see how it all comes together. But Lucinda Riley has a number of other books as well. They're all fabulous. And one I want to mention in particular is called The Love Letter. If you've read it or if you read it, I want to hear from you and I want you to tell me who you think it is. Mum and I have very different theories at the moment. So The Love Letter, if you read it, I want to hear from you. Another one on my list is Isabella Alonde, and I'm not saying her name right, I apologize. The book is called A Long Pearl of the Sea. Again, it's historical fiction. It's set in the Spanish Civil War, and I knew a little bit about the period, but the depiction that she shares and the characters of the story are so strong. I really loved it, and I recommend it to the book club I'm in now as well. Tara Moore playing big. Moore is spelled M-O-H-R. If you feel like you could do more, if you feel like you could chase your dreams, if you wish to make a positive difference, you have to read this book. It's written for people just like you. A dear friend, ex-colleague recommended it to me and it has literally changed my life. So check that one out. Mariam, This Messy Mobile Life. Mariam's a dear friend and a colleague on the board of uh, Families in Global Transition. And I can't say her last name, Naved Otifa for more. <laughs> I can't say. So Mariam, this messy mobile life. Living a life abroad is messy because you end up exposed to so many different customs and traditions. You celebrate them all. But for many families, you're blending cultures within your family as well. Mariam has got expert advice, personal advice, as well as research to support your family make sense of the mess. So I recommend her book. Kirsten Hannah. I love all of her books. Her most recent one, Four Winds. Again, they're all historical fiction. But her most recent one, Four Winds, is a story of heroism during the Great Depression in America. And I love the central character and her unwillingness to accept charity, to never give up. It completely changes your perspective of poverty. Lisa C, another amazing writer. I loved most recently The Island of Sea Women, but I love all of her books. But the most recent one I've read is The Island of Sea Women. And with all her books, I feel like I'm transported into the world that she's writing. And this one's set in Korea on the island of Jeju. And it's about the lives of these incredibly strong independent Korean women and their really remarkable bond of friendship. It's a really special story. Hannah Kent, Burial Rights. She's actually got another one as well. I think it's um, The Good People. I've read that one as well. They're excellent. But Burial Rights is based on a true story and it's so moving. It's the woman the last woman executed in Iceland. Um, I think I've got the right country. But it was recommended while I was living in Chongqing and I sort of read the blurb. And I was like, yeah, I don't know. But it was so good. I do not regret reading it. 
a, a woman facing so much and such a horrific future. How can she have any hope? Check it out. It's really, really good. Helen Bryant, The Sisterhood. It's a bit of a history book, bit of a thriller. And I love the way it left me questioning so many of the assumptions we've made about the church. I am a Christian person um, and I have a very deep faith. But we do make a lot of assumptions and I found it really interesting. It flicks back and forth in time, which can get a little bit confusing, but it also adds interest. But a really, really interesting book, The Sisterhood. Oprah Winfrey, lover or or hater, (laughs) people have got different views, but I don't know how I came across this book. It's called The Path Made Clear and I loved it. I loved it so much. I actually went and borrowed it from the library once I'd finished because I think this one you need to read in hard copy. If you're searching for direction, I recommend this book to you, The Path Made Clear. One that I'm still going in and out of, and I I put it down and I come back to it a month later. Sarah Mackay, Demystifying This Female Brain. It's fascinating. It's written from a neuroscience perspective, but with everyday language that I understood. So you'll understand it too. But it takes you on a chronological tour of the lifespan of women and explores how our minds and brains are shaped sculpted by our genes and our hormones, our experiences, society, culture, our thoughts, feelings, and beliefs. It is so interesting. If you're a little bit intrigued, then you've got to get demystifying the female brain. The book club here that I'm a part of um, the other, a couple of months ago, read Where the Crawdads Sing, Delia Owens. I found it almost poetic, Her writing is so beautiful. It's an absolutely stunning story set in the late 60s. A story of tough life, a story of hardship and a story of courage. I I bought it for a friend for her birthday and she loved it too. So it's a really interesting book. Geraldine Brooks. Now Geraldine Brooks is a, a journalist, an Australian journalist who spent a lot of time in the Middle East and She's a favorite author of mine. I love all of her books, but A Year of Wonders is particularly interesting given the pandemic we're experiencing at the moment. A Year of Wonders is inspired by a true story of a village infected with the plague in 1666 and how their struggle turns out to be A Year of Wonders. Anita Diarmont, I don't know if I'm saying that right, the book's called The Red Tent. It's an interpretation of a biblical story of Dina. And I had to skim read bits. It's a bit gory in parts, but so fascinating. And if you're interested in feminism at all, then check out The Red Tent. It's it's a really interesting take. Amor Towles, A Gentleman in Moscow. This is the story of Count Alexander, who's placed under house arrest in a hotel during the Russian Revolution. And the story follows 30 years of his life in this limbo. I loved it so much. I looked up other books by Amor and found The Rules of Civility. Brilliantly written, but I think A Gentleman in Moscow remains my favourite of his. It goes without saying, if you're raising your kids abroad, you have to read Ruth Van Recken and David Pollock's 
third culture kids. It's a Bible and you have to you have to read it. Don't miss it. Rahinton Mystery, A Fine Balance. I found this book so confronting. Having spent so long living in India, both had daughters born there. I love the country so much and I love its people. I'm not sure if I love or hate this book, but it gives you amazing insight and frankly, not a lot has changed. So if you're interested in Indian lives or uh, the history of India in, in recent times, then check out Rahan, Rahinton Mysteries, A Fine Balance. If you're interested in modern Indian life and want to see what it's like, then Tarquin Hall, the Vish Puri series, P-U-R-I. I actually got to know Tarquin while we were living in Delhi and it was after I'd read all of his books and I was a bit starstruck because I loved the series so much. But he's got a great insight. He's married uh, to a local Delhi um, lady, Anad, and he has amazing insight into modern Indian life and Delhi in particular culture. I literally, in some descriptions, I feel like I'm walking through Khan Market <laughs> again. He's got great humour, um, a little bit of a sort of thriller or a bit of mystery in each of his books, and it's a really good, good insight. I love it. My mum loved it too, so I must read. When I need to completely escape and I get something really light, then at the moment I'm really enjoying Jenny Colgan, The Little Beach Street Bakery. It's a series and it's perfect for escaping. And I, the descriptions of bread making, I can get completely lost. But my current read, this one is quite interesting, Bill Clinton and James Patterson, The President's Daughter. I was really intrigued by their first collaboration, The President is Missing, and I read it without expecting a lot, but I was really surprised and I really enjoyed it. So when this one was released, I got straight into it. It is my current read, so I can't share very much about it. I don't know if it's good or not, but at the moment, I can't put it down. So I'd love to hear from you. Emily at Expat Parenting Abroad, drop me an email. I want to know, what's your favourite books? Have you read any of the same books? Do you have the same take I do? Let's, let's chat. I'd love to hear from you. Take care.